Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this adventure. Joining me today, we have... Daniel, playing Chet Fleek. Kahal, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leyland. I'm Waffle, and I play Brondel Thrux, Man of the Land. <laughs> You're not... No. You switched yeah. disguises. No, oh, no, I we haven't gotten there yet. The we were city. talking we about had this it. discussion. Yeah. Who wants to give us a recap of uh, last week's thrilling, thrilling adventure? Don't, don't patronize me. We stayed out of trouble. Now, my business associates and I uh, did a my, bit of uh, gainful bartering out there in the uh, Dwarven Outpost. We got paid for the first time in like yeah! six months IRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Also, congrats, because yeah. this is, uh, for those of you listening, this is the, the episode where we finally had four sessions in a row. Four weeks in a row of play. We did it! We did it! Uh, dice to be determined uh, and to be sent. And then we'll, of course, have We Got It pictures on Twitter or somewhere yeah. as soon as we get them. But yeah, we sold sapphires. It's... We sold sapphires. We got out of town without any trouble. And we're, we're going to spend all the money the we made on dice. <laughs> no, yeah. but yes. But also no. We're going to chuck them all into the upgrade forge. Well, yes, but actually no. We're just going to like chuck them in, get them out, have a bunch of random dice, throw them back in, make them stronger, roll a crit, save the world. That's the plan. <laughs> you heard it here first. That's not the worst plan I've heard from you. Yeah, it's, it's better like a than one some in twenty the other chance ones. of success, which is a lot better than usual. <laughs> so we are currently sitting outside of Jux. Yep, we are yeah. on our you way. We just... went there, and now we are back again. You had just entered the city when we stopped last time. Yep, I know this because I edited the episode yesterday. I know this because is. I listened to the episode today. Today, <laughs> I think it was today. You asked me recent. about your. Uh, oh, that's today. right. Yeah, I was like, "Is this funny?" I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was funny. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was funny because I named the episode what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, my business associates, I recommend we find ourselves a inn where we may rest our heads, as our feet are tired and weary from the long road. Would you agree, uh, my good man, Thrarat? Yes. <laughs> magnificent then uh let us find an establishment uh you realize you're the only one who needs to so since we have some gold are we gonna still just go to the you know the low ends or are we gonna go to some somewhere a little nicer I, I like should, i think we should live it up a little we're in know, treat, treat ourselves yeah. like yeah let's Let's go to the place where it costs. Think about where we were. Think about where we were last time we were here. Penniless, scared, and confused. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Two out of three isn't bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's like they always say, you know, it's much easier to cry yourself to sleep in a Ferrari. It's true. (laughs) I don't think I would want to sleep in any car. Oh, no, that's fair. What if it was a car just specifically designed to be a comfortable bed? Designed by Italian artisans. Then yes, if it was like an RV that had a bed in it, sure. But that's, an RV designed yeah, by if Ferrari. You're, if you're if you're making car as broad as vehicle, they call it the Ferrari V. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we're moving right. past that. Moving on. <laughs> Joke closed. 
I think we could move to a slightly nicer end of town. Um, well, I mean, I don't want to go all the way up to like one gold per night. Like, let's be reasonable here. The foreign quarter has inns that cater to every sort of style of life because well. that's all of the foreigners end up here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, rich and poor uh, alike. Let's do that then. Uh, a nice mid-scale establishment. Uh, do we want to just like really flaunt our wealth and get five separate rooms? No, because if something happens, fair I'd point. Rather, yeah, safety in numbers. <laughs> I'm getting my own room. All right. When you wake up dead, uh, it's your fault. Say, Consider. Like, this is not. We didn't have the best of luck in this city, so you could say I'm asking for it. Would you? Would you? Would it be worse if one of you got kidnapped and nobody knew, or all five of you were in the same room where you could be easily injected with hatchling blood a second time? I mean, let them. Fucking let them do it. Like, what, 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 yeah, what's the second dose going to be? Like, oh, we'll just keep injecting them with hatchling blood until what? We die of being awesome. <laughs> be careful. Yeah, they they might have already done it to it... us again. We don't yeah. know. Or we just die. <laughs> I mean, the only reason we knew last time was because there were syringes right. left. But... It doesn't really leave a mark. Or if it does, it fades very quickly. Well, it did. It's just we were on the road for like a week afterwards before we hit the next populated area, so nobody noticed. Yeah. I buy one room. I buy for... a second. Yeah. And then Desmond can... They have like a presidential suite, right? <laughs> oh my god. Every, every I want in... the JFK suite. Every inn in the <laughs> no, 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 Every in Choose the a president that didn't get assassinated. Seriously. Has Garfield? A, a set yeah. of rooms that they purport to McKinley. be. McKinley. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in McKinley. In the McKinley no, no, no. suite. The big, the big top, the one with what the big top. What you want is the Taft room. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're room, in, yeah. we're in Jux, the capital of the Empire of Jux. You get the Jux suite. Yes. And every inn in the city has a Jux suite. Not all of them are of similar quality. <laughs> I'll take that one if it's. See, good. that's what's so nice about Jux is the consistency you get. Yeah. <laughs> the fast food here tastes like the fast food anywhere in the Empire. Okay. Uh, you guys find like a, an upper middle class or a, a middle upper class, your pick, in. Yeah. Called the Swale and Swain, which I'm wholeheartedly stealing from a book. <laughs> um, your regular rooms will cost five silver a night. Uh, Christopher, the Jux suite here is one gold a night. Did we each end up with a thousand gold, or did we each end up five hundred? Okay, thought it was a hundred platinum pieces. Yeah. Well, yes, but, same same thing. So does um does the JFK suite come with concierge service? Uh, you yes. All right, I'm gonna give them like menial tasks to do. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you're assigned. So you have there's a little bell in your ring in your room. Yeah. And when you pick it up and ring it, it rings a similar one down at like the bellhop station. Yep. He rang it as soon as he walked in the room. Oh, you know he did. I need twelve flowers that are red, twelve flowers that are blue, a cat oh with three stripes, and uh, a keg of ale. Desmond's gonna get killed. With an odd number of letters in it. Today. He's gonna by get his, murdered. By his bellhop. By his bellhop. They're going to murder him and burn his body. He gives you 
the smile that is practiced by people who work in customer service everywhere <laughs> bows and uh and leaves god uh once i am sort of settled into the room here hang on why do you need a cat it's about sending a message <laughs> it's what? like if they so think of it this way if he doesn't make an audacious request for flowers and cats they'll know he's new money and not old money. Yeah. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want none of that. They won't respect him. Yeah. Okay. You settle in for the night. Uh, Desmond, your bellhop returns three times with varying assortments of the items that you asked for until finally all of the things that you have asked for have been retrieved up to and including a feral street cat. Nice. <laughs> now, did you remember the bag to put the cat in? Like, it came in a bag, right? He holds out a bag. Okay, I'm going to put the cat in the bag, and then I'm going to go to the other people's rooms, and I'm going to throw the cat in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, <laughs> how, what do you do? Um, I Not you. Have a, you you oh. successfully throw the bag into, like, Far Rock and Lola's room. Book it. <laughs> All right, well, okay, before we get that far, we need to decide who's staying in whose room. Because I think it's Tardux, Tardux and Ched. And then Fall Rock and Layla. That's what I assumed. That, like, you have yeah. the responsible room and the irresponsible room. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think Chud's pretty responsible. Like, he's... Not when he's rooming know, he's with really, Terrajux. Yeah, yeah really, I was about to say. The worst in him. He's really come out of his shell. He's not... Is he's that not a crab a joke? <laughs> no, it's an egg joke. <laughs> oh, hatch. Okay. Either way, it's still not great. <laughs> no, it's still terrible. I um, applaud the effort. Thank you. I try. God, do I try. <laughs> Sometimes too much. Anyway. Okay, so I hear the sound of a feral cat being released into Falrock's room, and I sit up briefly, and I go, eh, he's got it. And I go back to sleep. Ched? <laughs> I do the same. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> Falrock and Layla. Can I, can I, like, um, retroactively cast minor illusion? You cut out. What? Cast minor illusion for what? So, I, so that the cat appears to be on fire. You could, but minor illusion doesn't move. <laughs> then it's like, then I would have tried to have done it, and then it wouldn't have worked, and then I would have said, ah, Okay, Farrakh and Leyland, the door opens, uh, something heavy and squirming comes through the door, there's like a JPEG artifact of a fire at the door <laughs> before it shuts, and you hear somebody running away. <laughs> Then you are beset upon by an angry feral cat. Okay, so this is like the scene in Star Wars Episode 2 where a bounty hunter hires a bounty hunter who hires a droid who uses a bug. <laughs> what I'm saying is this is an assassination attempt. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just thinking, I was like, did they? Did the cult find us? Like, is this like some sort of <laughs> is new... This it? Is this how like, I got? Is this the end? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any points in handle animal handling? Uh, I have a plus three. And yeah, that's same that I got, just because of wisdom. So <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's handle some animal here, my friend. What do does it. the cat do? The cat is currently attempting to shred anything within one foot of it. <laughs> it's a burst one attack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I have a 12, and I'm trying to be kind and not approach it quickly, but kind of be... Pss, 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 pss. 
you know, do nice little, it's okay. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Come on, get in the bag. Let's see. Let's let's oppose your animal handling role. <laughs> uh, it it got an eighteen to remain furious. Honoring, <laughs> you know, I I can't say I tried, and I, I don't get close enough to get clawed. Okay. I just sort of, you know, you're a kitty kitty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I go over to Chad and. In the Tarjux's room and ask if they want to switch rooms. As soon as you open the door, the cat bolts. <laughs> okay. Well, that closed the door. Problem, Problem solved. <laughs> okay, it's the next door. Um, during the night, when Ched is asleep. No. No, come on. Why are we all pranking each other? I have to, I have to go make a visit to the post office. This is what rich people do. The post office is not open in the middle of the night. Ugh. That, you know, things have really gone to shit since Jux the Fifth took over. It's currently you know, the reign honestly, of Jux this the Fifth. this is how we acted in Jux to begin with, so I guess it's just the geography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the just... Magnet, magnetic the closer field. you are to the Emperor, the more like Terra Jux you become. <laughs> oh, God. It's that Juxian patriotism you feel. It affects foreigners. <laughs> mm. Um, okay, then... I would like to do so in the wee hours of the morning before everyone is up and about. I don't like. I would know when post offices and jucks open. Yes. It's actually um, it's in the national anthem. It is not in the national anthem. <laughs> there have been several. There have been several eras of post office reforms in the last. Yeah, yeah, and they years. they change the anthem each time. It's like, oh, shining building. Oh, let well, no. Play. So after after the third time that the postmaster Opening general changed the hours, the national anthem writer changed the the stanza about the post office to just say in the morning instead of a specific okay. time. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's sensible. Anyway, you go to the post office. Um, Ched, make a perception check with disadvantage because you're asleep. Ched, he's he's asleep. Oh, oh well. Okay, well, the first roll was an at one, so. <laughs> All right. And the second was a seven. So I'm going to go, I guess, with the nat one. Yeah, uh, okay. Terrajex, you managed to sneak out without waking Ched, a notoriously light sleeper, except for this one time where he's like. <laughs> except for the one instance. One You're not entirely sure him. how it works. He's but been he through snoring. a lot lately. His, yeah, he's tuckered out. His home world was attacked, and then there were dragons. Like... Yeah. And he had to enjoy a, a family dinner. That gets tense. It does. That's it's draining. So is Chet is Chet sleeping in the bed? Or Yeah. Yeah. Chet sleeps like a, a normal person. Just two homies no, sleeping in the bed. He doesn't. One Bible lake. I don't think he did. He sleeps like a bird. Do you have to throw a blanket over him? Each night, yeah, he's got like a collapsible perch that we have to set up. <laughs> I was um, gonna say he just had a strong nesting instinct, so you had to had to make a little nest out of blankets. Yeah. Uh, so I go to the post office, I send off a package, and then I return. This occurs without incident. Yep, and I go back to sleep. Okay, it's the next What's day. Package. Don't worry about you it. You don't know anything about a package. <laughs> I, as far as you can prove, I never sent a package. Anyway, 
Uh, it is now morning, later in the morning. You wake up, there's breakfast at the end. You eat breakfast, it's continental. What are you doing today? Continental? Which continent do I eat? Antarctica. Okay. Continental. Ice cream for breakfast? Uh, for those of you wondering why continental is important, go and watch Camp Peel's continental breakfast sketch. Moving right along. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> It's morning. You have a bag full of sapphires. The sun is rising. You're in the capital city of the Empire of Jux. Vimish Rinwind is here. Wait, are we selling the sapphires first, or are we going to the uh, Tectology Guild? Yeah, Tectology Guild. We're yes. not I, I will point out that the um, like all of the shopping areas are between you and the Hall of Mysteries. So that's let's you know, do with that information party. what you will. No one. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no takers. Um, well, I'm. I don't know these people. Uh, Yes, you do. We we were here. You were definitely, they were definitely like your research yeah, assistants yeah, last time. Yeah, we were here. Yeah, but we I were don't all know. together in the Hall of Mysteries last time. I I have nothing to do with this sapphire business. Um, Tempestology, famously unrelated to sapphires. True. Uh, despite our best efforts, <laughs> uh, we have found no causal link between lightning storms and corundum. So. Uh, I'll tag along, but I'm mostly window shopping. Okay. What if, what if, um, whoever goes, we do split, whoever goes to sell the sapphires, we could then go and visit our old, uh, our old guild. This is true. That is... I should not be there because they know me as Tarajux, I think. Yep. Uh, not only that, but the, like, the Merc Guild Square is sort of in the opposite direction from the Hall of Mysteries. Yeah, no, let's get let's get that Hall of Mysteries stuff going first. Yeah, because that's going to take a while. Technology Guild, here okay. we come. I'm we'll looking up to see if there's a magic item I want, but otherwise... We'll, okay. we I want to look for some uh, add-ons or enhancements to my crossbow while we're in the... Joe, it's happening. While we're shopping. It only took 68 episodes. It's happening. It's what happens when we play four weeks in a row. I remember. Ooh, can I get an immovable rod? How much... Oh, God. An immovable okay. rod. All right, that would be super what? cool because we could do some crazy airship. Yeah, here's, here's the question I want to ask you, Christopher. Do yeah. you want to be in a party where Waffle has access to an immovable rod? <laughs> I'll keep looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw you a diagram if I have to. How willing are you to be responsible for the eventual breakdown of physics in my Dungeons now, and Dragons? Now the question campaign? becomes: Is the weight restriction on the immovable rod strictly force, or does it also apply to torque? No, I'm nope, not smart enough to on. answer your physics questions. <laughs> um. Anyway. So you go, you're going to the Tectology Guild, yes? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you walk through the streets of the capital city of Jux. Um, everybody's all aflutter. You notice on oh. like the bulletin boards that are scattered throughout the city, like job boards, that sort of thing, 
there are announcements posted. Oh. The Emperor is giving a speech at the oh. end of the day today. Yeah. And I turn around and I go, ah, we gotta go to the speech. No. Chad yeah. is, uh, in his own head, he's thinking about flying because the... He's never been in a big city with tremor sense before, and this is all very new to him, and it's like he can suddenly... It's like he was blind his whole life, and now he can see, and it's, yeah. it's absolutely overwhelming. It's he's, like, at, he's at a fucking disco fucking rave party. Yeah. Um, it's like having somebody who sense. has been alone for years placed into a room where there are 20,000 people screaming all at once. Exciting. So, all right. I kind of want to go see the speech. It's not every day that... I want Joe to give a speech as the Emperor of Jux. The so. glorious <laughs> Emperor himself. He wouldn't have mentioned it if he didn't have something prepared, so... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, show me what you got. Anything else on these bulletin boards that's of interest? Um, let's see. Any like, Tarajux wanted portraits? Well, I was, I'm going to tear those down if I see them, but... Uh, <laughs> the only, the only Tarajux wanted posters that you find are buried like you have to actually peel things off to get to them nah, not no, worth it because they've been up there um, for years yeah oh yeah i'm i guess what i'm looking for is specifically like i know it's a long shot but if there's any like low level adventurer groups like hey we're looking for work i think that oh, would be God. fun to have on the ship God. i think they would be good recruits you won't there, there'd really be like find three of them, and they'd have like a dysfunctional party dynamic, and they'd be like level two, and be like, "Oh, they're adorable." You might be able to find something like that have... in the Merc district. Okay, yeah. Just I've just thrown it out there. It'd be fun to have some low level, like there's like a wizard, and there's they like could a, definitely take down some cultists, like a half elf ranger, and like he's in love with her, but he can't say it because there's some tension. And there's like a fighter, and he's like the the older brother, like very protective of his group, and it's great. They'll have a great dynamic. They'll be well designed characters. Question: <laughs> Do you yes. trust literally any other person? At this point, you fuck it, you know. <laughs> It's like, whatever. So they turn out to be true church. It's like, fine. At least we know where we stand then. You arrive at the shady streets. There's no, there's no editor cut there. I'm just moving on. We're changing, we're changing subjects here. <laughs> um, you arrive at the shady streets of the Hall of Mysteries, and you shady consult. Yeah, they're sh they've got like trees and stuff planted. Oh, they're shaded. Okay. Yeah. Shady, yeah. like in Shady Sands. Okay. Not shady as in corrupt. I, and I don't know. I was like, maybe there's been a severe decline in the college since we were here. You consult a campus map and make your way over to the Walden compound of the Tectologist Guild. I ask like a sophomore, I'm like, hey, um, what's the quickest way to get here? And they just ignore me. Yeah. You, if you want directions, you have to look for someone with a lanyard around their neck. Yeah. Freshman. God. Well, they're not going to know shit. Well, they would take you to the of... campus map. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Their holy shrine. Okay. Uh, I, I assume there's a front door, or do we have to earthbend our way in? There is a single door uh, to the Technology Guild. I step into the Technology Guild. Yeah. You enter a well appointed office. 
there is a second door. Well, there are a couple of doors um, leading back. One is behind like a receptionist desk, and then there's another one that says uh, "Technologists only access strictly forbidden." Rock zone. Only strictly. Only strictly. <laughs> um, uh, is there a person at this desk? There's actually there is a person at the desk. Uh, there are two people at the desk, actually. There are two. Uh, there's a dwarven woman and a half-elf man standing behind the desk. They're both talking to customers. Customers. They're talking to people who are con- asking them questions. There is a uh, a smattering of other people in the room in, like, chairs. Like a, It's like a waiting room. Mm-hmm. There is a sign on the desk that says, please direct your inquiry to someone at the desk. There is currently a... 20-minute wait for responses, 45 minutes for information delivery, and, okay. uh, yeah, that's what you see. I yeah, settle take, in. Take a number or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's just, there's, like, a short line up at the desk. The people who are sitting around waiting, um, looks like they've already... Oh, it's like they've requested from the archives, and yeah. somebody... Some Modron that knows the Dewey Decimal System is, like, puttering along the rows. Okay. The Tectology Guild is strictly... Like, this is the only place where people who are not Tectologists can interact with the Guild. Right. Okay. Well, um, I get in line. All right. Uh, one semi-uncrowded DMV wait later, you <laughs> arrive at the the front of the line. All right. Um, as a reminder to our adoring audience, as in, like, I adore you. You're the best. Adored uh, our, audience. Our adored audience. Um, Vimishrinwin is a very hunched and nervous individual, so I shuffle up to the desk and go, hmm, yes, uh, hello, uh, I would, I'd very much like to, uh, to know, uh, technology is fascinating, uh, continents, are there going to be any, uh, approaching soon? Um, you see, I'm trying to carry out a very important experiment, and uh, these distances are very important to me. Uh, who might I talk to about them, such information? Are you looking for maps? Oh, yes. Uh, maps, schedules, all all wonderful. Can yes, I see that, your credentials, wonderful. please? <laughs> and, <laughs> well. <laughs> and I go patting around on my robes, and I go, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. One moment, please. Um, I assume that it's specifically, like, academic credentials. Yeah. Here. So what... <laughs> What she's looking for is, like, an indication that you are actually an accredited scholar of some sort. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to be real tricky. What about the translation of the puzzle box? I, I can't just, like, flash a thesis at them and be like, look, here's my work. Like, Oh, yeah. I assume they're expecting, like, an ID badge. Well, um, not necessarily. I mean, that might be not be the worst thing to do, though. She, she gives an audible sigh, and she's like, are you currently a faculty member or researcher at the Hall of Mysteries? Well, I... In a sense, yes, I've contributed to Are that. you currently yeah. a faculty or researcher at another institution of learning on the continent? She's like reading off of a training script. You know? <laughs> and, um... What I'm doing right now is I'm taking things out of my backpack and, like, placing them conspicuously on the desk like i just need a spot to put them but uh what they are is there's stuff like the um bell jar magic script label and the um 
arcane equations that the anchor uses that we found in the tower. Um, basically anything I have that's like vaguely academic, I'm like, oh, let me just move this other stuff out of the way while I look for my credentials, wink. But I'm not, not like wink, wink, like, oh, maybe she'll think I'm legit if I... The half-elf standing next to the, like, the other the other person at the desk uh, makes an exasperated noise, and he's like, just just go get him a copy of the charts. If we <laughs> if we have to sit here and wait for everybody to pull out their 50-year-old ID card from Sildal <laughs> High School, we're going to miss the speech tonight. Uh, and, uh, and I perk up and I go, oh, yes, the speech. I've, I was wondering, uh, do you know what it's about? Has there been trouble? Uh, I don't think so. As far as we know, it's just, you know, the Emperor addressing his subjects. Oh, yes, I'm very excited to hear it. I'm, I'm terribly sorry about this. I, uh, things are in a bit of a disarray ever since, uh, yeah, well, you know, traveling end to end of the continent, it gets hectic. Uh, go ahead and make a performance check, just for the form of things. <laughs> you know, for the kids. Um... That is going to be a total of 20. Yeah. The... That, like, Vimish is just a fucking mess of a person. Yes. <laughs> the dwarven woman gives you a little slip of paper that has, like, it's just, it's like an, an inch square with a dot of ink in the center. And she says, when the ink turns green, come up to the desk. We'll have your Oh, maps. that's awesome. Okay. I, I just I perk up and just um how often ask how often does the emperor give a speech or address subjects like this? Uh, well, I have a oh yeah. He, it, it doesn't really matter who you address this to because everybody in the room except for the party can tell you. They all answer in unison. Yeah. <laughs> there's usually the speech I mean, on Founders Day. Um, there's one on. Uh, Juck's the first birthday, and usually he gives a speech on his own birthday. So three times a year, and everybody's like nodding. So which one is this? This is an unscheduled speech. The best kind. Uh, and then yeah, I go I go take a seat. Excellent. Uh, so After thanking them profusely, of course. Of course. Just disgusting levels of ingratiation. And about 20 minutes later, uh, the ink on your paper turns green. You go up to the desk. They hand you a bundle of papers. Yeah, yes. Uh, Thank you so very much. I I will be sure that uh, when my work is published, the esteemed uh, Technologist Guild will have my highest regards. And I scurry out. Excellent. God, I was all ready to, like, bullshit them about the details of my experiment. <laughs> no, they're all right, busy. cool. Yeah. Uh, stuff those in my pack. Um, should I... I'm just going to call these technology maps for now. Strictly speaking, they're continental drift charts. Okay. Do we have the knowledge to read these, or...? Um, it would probably take some interpreting. Terrajux has a little bit of background on this, because the military, like the Glider Corps, they yeah. teach you the very, very basic fundamentals of it. Yeah, it's important to know for you know, prevailing winds. 
Um, I'm a little rusty, so yeah, I'll need a couple days to really dig into this. If I could swing by the library and dabble a little bit in like an introductory text, maybe that would help. But um, either way, that was way easier to get than I was expecting. So thank you. <laughs> I was as soon as you said identification, I was like, all right, how are we gonna steal the verification stamp of the archmage? <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to go nuclear. They get requests for the most up-to-date charts all the time, and they only, sure. like, if you have even the slightest bit of academic, like, okay, accreditation, yeah. they, they'll they just hand them over. Yeah. It's not like it's classified information. I need to get more um, research papers in here if I'm going to be doing Vimish stuff, because I need, like... I need shit I can wave in people's faces indignantly without them actually reading it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, I I would actually like to dip to the library unless everyone is jonesing for some shopping. Not really. I want to shop. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a good time to do some shopping. I just want to pop into a library really quick and see if they even have books on technology. Like, I mean, and I'm just like bare bones stuff. Like, I need to know what the units of measurement are kind of things. Other than that. Um, yeah, there's a couple of like technology for dummies. Yeah, I, I need technology for big dummy babies. Big dummy babies. That's the famous <laughs> series here in Jax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Um, so I'm just going to skim that a little bit. Okay, um, uh, moving to everybody else. Myself. Shopping. No, uh, Ched is hoarding. I. It cuts to me walking out of the store with a portable hole. And portable hole will cost you 10,000 gold pieces. I have, a, I have 100 <laughs> platinum pieces, so that'll That's have to do. 1,000 gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to need all the money back, or a lot of sapphires. No, I've I've waited long enough to upgrade my crossbow. <laughs> we're we're getting this crossbow, but, but we could put it in the the muncher. We could put your regular <laughs> crossbow no. in the hole and then throw the it. microwave. Oh no, I don't want it in the mayonnaise machine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it makes it lubricates the bolts to make them fire faster. <laughs> Vault <laughs> of man. I mean, if you if you if that's your goal, why don't I'm you sure there's some supernatural creature that's like allergic to eggs, right? It's gonna be a thing. Anyway, <laughs> Leolin, uh you are able to find a shop that deals in specialty crossbows and ranged weapons, and they have available several attachments that you could purchase. So. What are the types of things I'm looking at? I'm, I'm guessing it's... Is there anything that allows me to shoot it twice in one turn? Anything like that? Um, yeah, they do have they do have an attachment uh, for that. But it will... That's easily the most expensive thing here. It probably... It's, it's going to cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of like 1,500 gold. What else do they have then? Sounds like you need a loan from Tarjux Heiko. No. They have attachments that can increase 
the crit range, they have attachments that can bump up the damage dice, they have attachments that can increase your range increment. Crit range is 18 to 20 is no yeah. 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 Even 19 to 20 is impressive. Yeah. You should, you should get a, a scope and a foregrip. <laughs> you should get a collapsible stock. You should get them to paint. Um... Leyland Hill Creek, Juxian Sniper. You should get them to like, that would be paint pretty a dragon amazing. along the side. <laughs> paint it black and then put a dragon on it. Yeah. <laughs> dragon shooting flames that's covered in flames. Yeah. How riding flames. <laughs> The flags make the bolts side. fly faster. How much Beautiful would it anime be babe on the other? <laughs> to both increase the range and the damage. Uh, they will cost you five hundred apiece. Oh, that's exactly as much as you have, though, right? Do you want to spend all of your? I money? thought we had. Oh, hundred platinum is a thousand one, gold. Yeah, one hundred platinum is a thousand gold. It's a ten to one yeah, conversion. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, what am I looking at? What kind of increase am I looking at, then? It'll bump it up from a D8 to a D10. Ooh. I was expecting, like, a plus one. I Actually, I wonder... I think the math probably works out the same there. What about the range? Range upgrade uh, will take it up... Like, you'll get an extra 30 feet. I will the... say, though, I don't think you've ever had... Have you ever made a shot with the crossbow at disadvantage because of range? I don't think it's ever come up. No. Just sorry, I don't mean like, to like hover here. I just Yeah, typical range is what, hundred feet or four hundred? Yeah. Uh that's a good question. Well it's hard because it's like a special crossbow that we don't actually have stats for. Yeah. I don't anyways. I'm sure it's... they exist. Slightly longer than the average crossbow to start with. This is if you want to, like, if you actually want to turn it into a sniper crossbow. I mean, it couldn't hurt, especially, it's like... Taking assassination contracts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know. I, I we're going to think... be going different continents and everything. Who knows what we're going to need. So. I, I still feel like damage would... Like, damage and then... How much was the crit range one? Each of the other ones are 500 apiece. Okay. I don't know. Damage and crit range seems like the best to me just because you'll get consistent use out of it. Because you have to but... think, like, every time you're not firing the crossbow at exactly 100 to 130 feet, that's 500 yeah. gold wasted. That's true. What's the crit range change then? That will make it crit on a 19 or a 20. So a 5% Ooh. increase in crit chance. Crit gloves. All right, I'll do that. I'll do those then. All right. Uh, Spending all my money. Yeah. Transaction processed successfully. No refunds. <laughs> so it's nice and shiny and, and have fancy things on it now. Uh, they slot into the hard points. You have there's, two scopes. There's one hard point re remaining that you could attach something to. Uh, these are because they were made the scope. by different manufacturers. The attachments are like a wildly different color from the base crossbow. That's fine. This is a sacrifice. I, I'm sure have to the make. metabolite processor produces paint. We'll be fine. <laughs> okay, uh, Ched, what are you doing? You're not shopping. I'm no. I'm hoarding my money. You're hoarding. Great. Are you going to tag along with the others? I am. All right, uh, Desmond. Are you purchasing? 
Everything I've got is either too expensive, unethical. So <laughs> what? We'll just continue. I like that. So you're you're cutting out a bit, and it just all we heard is everything I want is too expensive, unethical, unethical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the portable hull's too expensive, and the immovable rod is unethical. So we'll just <laughs> we'll just keep going. Unethical. Yep. Yeah. Ah. Oh, you'll break my God. tree. Okay. I think the tree would be okay. Yeah. Anyways. We pan out to reveal. <laughs> <laughs> You're fiddling with it, and Terrajux puts the tree in drive and just punches a hole out the bag. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and there's a portable hole floating half a mile above the mountains of, or the marble mountains and nobody oh, knows why. No. <laughs> oh. 5,000 immovable rod versus tree ship. You won't believe. <laughs> okay. um, well, I just right. want to go sell sapphires and then see if there's uh, uh, honestly a belt of giant strength would not be terrible. Not to attack with, just to have because none just of us have people strength. With, right? Mm-hmm. No, just gonna... just because none of us have strength and it's gonna come up. That's why we should hire a bodybuilder. It's not... The mm-hmm. real reason that Farrakh wants a belt of, of giant strength is, or no, I'm thinking of a belt of dwarven kind. Never mind. Yeah, no. I, if they have one of those too, I'll I'd be very tempted. But... Solely wants... for the beard growth purposes. <laughs> Well, no, he needs the belt of giant strength so he can um, bridal carry his wife across the threshold. Because as it stands, she's going to have to carry him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. These are the things we have to think about when planning a wedding. Shush! <laughs> no one told you that. Can we thaumaturgy like a temporary beard? Or no? Nah? A temporary <laughs> it's, beard? It's grown back in all right. It's just not yeah. totally... It's not totally back yet. It's getting there. It's getting there. Okay. Wild magic all your hair off. So, in order to sell the sapphires, or rather, you'll find you find somebody willing to buy them. Like there's okay. a jewelry shop that's willing to buy them. Uh, however, he does not have the five thousand gold pieces in the shop. He would instead be writing you a voucher that can be redeemed at the First National Bank of Jux. Mm. That seems. Fine. Insight check. I. Yeah, ask around. You're you're welcome to make any insight rolls you wish. Yeah, I'll make an. Are you are we gonna do the the Skyrim thing where we like take all his money and then we go to the next guy and sell? (laughs) No, we do the Skyrim thing where we the sapphires off half a bag at a time to every jeweler on the street. We say, Joe, I want to save the campaign right now. I want to quit without saving. Yes. Oh no. I no, go no, no. to an empty cell and I wait five days and then I reload so their inventory is refreshed. Oh god. No. Um, I got a 19 on my insight roll to make sure that that's legit. Yeah, it's it's legit. Okay. And I ask, would I have to have an account there in order to get this? cashed or you mean you I'd actually make him just come with you you want the actual like hard currency i i'm a traveler i i'm not staying here i'm trying to get back home how strange well strange that someone would want to leave jux i like i have a thousand gold cash here 
the the bank I don't think I don't know. I've never had a customer make that large of a purchase and not just have it transferred to their own account. Hmm. <laughs> the merits of representational currency. Yeah. Let's just take a thousand GP and and be on our way. Wait, we just hey, we, for we, like we got a hundred. No, no, no. We give him a thousand thousand golds worth of sapphires and keep the rest. Yeah, yeah. But... Let's let's just do that transaction. Okay, that makes more sense. And we want to stay off the grid. Yeah. yeah. No paper trail. We're fantasy preppers. <laughs> okay. God, we are though. Yeah. You. The hint's coming. <laughs> you make the exchange. You sort out about a fifth of your sapphires. He pays you a thousand gold. Mm. He gives you a funny look as you exit the shop. <laughs> Emotions to the five assassin thieves in the back. Like. <laughs> Yeah, this is standard, like standard employing policy policy for any shop in Jux. You have at least five assassin thieves on staff yeah, well, at all it's, times. It's a it's city ordinance. One jeweler is five assassins. Like you have to have that ratio because of the unions. Yeah, otherwise you can't get. Yeah, it's it's yeah. terrible. Yeah, it's they, a mess. They'll revoke your food handler's license. <laughs> all right, what would all you? Right. What else would you like to do? Yeah, no, I'm gonna go look at magic belts. See if they got anything good. Okay, uh, belts of hill giant strength will run you probably twenty five hundred gold pieces. Sounds right. like you need a loan from Starter Jugs Heiko. Okay, you have to understand, like putting this on yeah. automatically raises your strength score to twenty one. Yeah, I know, yeah. and it's like nuts. wow. Yeah. yeah, I could be a buff boy. <laughs> Give it to me. No. <laughs> of all the people in this party, you know that Farrakh would be the one to use it correctly. Yeah. Wait, like, so how much strength does it give you? It, it sets your strength one. score to 21. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I could have positive strength? <laughs> <laughs> Any of us could. 2,500 gold, yeah. Well, see, there's gauntlets of ogre power, but I already have gauntlets. Well, um, I mean, you could... Um... Also put the hill giant belt in the upgrade forge when we get tired of it and see if we can get like a storm giant belt. <laughs> oh no, that that's just gonna raise the price arbitrarily. <laughs> um because I'm trying to not break it. But Oh, we need to break it. That's that's half the fun. Well, th this is the price you have to pay. Twenty five hundred gold pieces for a strength of twenty one. What's your strength currently? I, I will give 11. you the money if you need it. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd be willing to give two, my 200 from I, what I we have just did. So. How much does that yeah. cost? 2,500. And I've got, uh, got 2,125 right now. So. Wait, so. Sorry, did we already divvy up the gold from the latest Sapphire purchase? No, we I have not yet. <laughs> okay. No, so Fall Rock's just holding on well, to that. Well, damn, I've only got 1,600. I felt like I haven't bought shit. What the heck? Well, I've got none, and Fall Rock can keep <laughs> my 200 okay. from this purchase to you go towards. You guys probably so. bought potions, yeah. Okay, there yeah, is I one thing I want to do. I just thought of. Um, I want to take some Sapphire. No, I'm cutting out. I want to take some of the sapphires and trade them for like um, spell components that I need for my spells, like diamonds. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Because oh, I need okay. like revivify requires like a 300 GP diamond, and magic circle requires a 100 GP diamond. So I'd like to trade some of those out. Um, yeah, that that's, way I can have you could totally components. do that at the jewelers. Yeah. So that's we'll a say, really good idea. 
we'll say I, I'm going to do. I had one room of a five gym. We'll go up to four. That we'll have one for everybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was about I... to ask what about yours, and then I realized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if I could get, I'm going to regret this. Uh, a loan from the Tarjax Heiko. Hello. Well, sorry. Uh, Vimish Rimwind. Yes. <laughs> Vimish just recently come into a bit of coin. Uh, how much do you require? 500. Because I don't okay. want to be totally broke. And so... that's a nice round number. Okay. Uh, 500. Um, low APR. Uh, 0% interest for the first eight months. Um, you're going to love this loan. Uh, you're not even going to notice it for a while. Yeah. And then it's going to slap you in the face. Yeah, and then the interest rate <laughs> after eight months is 500%. So be and if, ready. And if you haven't paid off any of the interest after that slap, you get you get a, a hammer to the knee. A Juxian hammer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Our firms here at the First National Tarjux Bank are harsh but fair. You know what happened to the... I'm sorry, the, the First the National what bank? Vimish? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're, doing this, we're doing this in an alley anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was my bank. I just said it's the bank I use. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so 500 and gold. I, and I go get the belt of hell giant strength. All right. Oh, I should have slipped We have in there, strength like, now. The clause is that I get to use <laughs> it for one, one hour per day. Well, no, no you longer. get to to it, right? So only one person can use it at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I'm going to do that as soon yeah. as we're back. I wanted, I wanted to, like, use it for one hour a day just to lift things. Joe, are there any? You go to the gym, yeah. but you don't actually get any stronger because it's on the belt. Yeah. <laughs> are there any items in Jux that are designed for druids that would like bonuses that would persist through wild shape? I'm assuming not, because those are druids are pretty, pretty uncommon, rare. and you typically don't yeah. find them in cities. Yeah. Uh -huh. You'd have like that would be. You'd probably have to spend like, like a day searching for like a, an urban druid enclave somewhere in the city. Well, that's that's all that's taken care of. Okay, is there anything else you would like to do before the speech? How, attunement takes a long rest or a short rest? Short rest. I'm attuning. Gonna have a nice dinner. Gonna have. Gonna attune to this here belt. Where is the speech? Uh, the signs and flyers just say, uh, the streets of Jux. I'm in the streets. <laughs> I'm okay. ready. Uh, I assume you've all reconvened. Oh, you know what yeah. we need to buy sometime? Dimensional shackles. That's actually, I was going to say why, but actually that's a really good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Because all of our enemies teleport. Considering my propensity <laughs> yeah. for quick getaways. <laughs> Anyways. So, any specific place we want to be in the streets for, uh... Like we're just going to go outside the, the end right or... Outside our end. Yeah, yeah, preferably somewhere with uh, a fast and quick exit. <laughs> yeah, everybody make note of the exits. So, right in like... front of the, like, main gate, then. Nah, I'm thinking we stay near the inn, and we just go inside if there's we trouble. could be as close to the sewers as possible. <laughs> you do have friends down there. I like the inn. I think the inn is a fine Assuming place. they've survived these many months. Yeah. Hardy creature. I don't know. Jux has mild winters. It's So the campaign started in, like, early spring, and it's now late summer. 
Yeah. I'm talking more about, like, Wait. cleansing them out of the sewer system. Uh, well, yeah. Wait, hang on. If it's late summer, am I getting married on Christmas? I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, come on. Uh, That's okay. Christmas doesn't exist. Does Christmas here. exist? In... Yeah, I was about to say. Well, yeah, but like... The winter... Paradoxically, Christmas Holiday. doesn't, but Santa does. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I'm I'm workshopping that idea. Is but... it Santa Jux instead of Santa Claus? Or... Yes. <laughs> That's a stupid question, Leland. Of course. <laughs> he, he doesn't deliver coal. He drops bombs on bad children. Yeah. On those bad Aljaxian children. Oh my god. <laughs> they um, know what they do. Talking about well, we'll see. I'm I kind of want to share what I've been thinking of, but also I don't in case it ever comes up naturally. Mm. We'll we'll talk about Santa later for our next Christmas episode. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Who knows? Maybe by the time it's actually Christmas again. We'll be perfectly timed for a Christmas episode. Yeah, I'll roll up the uh, the Iconoclast's character sheets, and we'll have a Christmas special. Oh, Lord. Perfect. And we all get to be Maravaggio, right? Only No, actually, all of the Iconoclasts will have one except Maravaggio, because you'll fight over him. <laughs> yeah, right, we will. That's true. Yeah. Right. So you gather in the streets, and uh, as the... So the sun is the sun is kind of setting back in the west. So it's you're facing towards the city center east and it's setting behind you. Mm. And um at the appointed time the visage of Jux the Eighth appears in the skies over the city. That's creepy. That's wow. awesome. Uh and he he looks very happy. Um He's he's like a middle-aged dude. He looks a little bit older than he actually is. Um, Teradux, you know this because his age is well documented. Yes. Um, but that's you know the the pressures of running an empire will will age anyone. Uh, and he he looks out over his adoring city and he says, "Beloved Juxians, today I am pleased to announce that after years of research and development." And overcoming that tragic terrorist attack several years ago. Oh no. Military Minister uh. Alabaster Ravenwood has finally completed uh, oh. construction of the first ship in the Juxian Air Fleet, the Valor of Jux. This flagship will be a peacekeeping um. tool held against major incursions from the Outer Plains as we had those many years ago. Or Can we see it? Five forbid <laughs> from a foreign nation. For now, though, it will patrol the skies of our beloved. Empire and keep the roads safe far more efficiently than any troop of knights ever could. Bandits will think twice before setting up a camp in our great nation now. I give you the valor of Jux. And you can see on the horizon in the east a ship, a truly massive ship, uh, sort of looming its way over the Imperial Palace. And this is... So far! It's easily... Two or three times larger than Teliferous. Oh no! I'm a, oh no! Can we like, can we like dock Teliferous onto the deer? 
airship then? Probably. I Can mean, we log on this thing? Because I kind of want to be in the. Tree. <laughs> I want to be in the the tree ship command and like the tree ships and like the command chair. Desmond, the... it's evil. <laughs> no. It's we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to taint our ship. It's so <laughs> the ship itself is large and um kind of silvery. It looks like it's made out of parts metal and parts stone. It looks like um. Oh. You know what a pistachio looks like in the shell? Yeah. Where it's got, yeah. it's got like that kind of open mouth with the, the nut inside? Yeah. That's what, it, like, you can see there's two oh, over okay. overhanging uh, sections, and then sort of nestled in the middle is what looks like the command deck. That's mm. cool. Oh, I've seen the design before. Yeah, because it's a pistachio yeah. nut. <laughs> no, no, like, oh. Shoot. It's, I'm gonna have to find the ship. There's a ship that I've seen like it's that. It's the before. carrier from StarCraft, but Oh yes. Is it? Yes. Did I accidentally yeah. see it? Does, it? Yes. That does look like a pistachio. You can just edit it out, but like it's, No, it's no, it doesn't the Yeah. C one? Yes, it Yeah, does. like StarCraft one. Oh, maybe in StarCraft one. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, to our adoring audience, that was not my original intention, but yes, it adoring. does look a little bit like the Protoss carrier from StarCraft One. It looks more Protoss like a fine. silvery pistachio, though. <laughs> yeah, and it looks lo- more like a floating nut. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have any obvious means of propulsion, which uh, Terrajux, you know, nutty. deep in your heart of hearts, that that means that there are absolutely elementals power in this ship. I would actually, I was going to say, I would like to stop and center myself and listen to the wind. Go ahead and make the roll. Uh, That is, I rolled an 18, so that is going to be a total of 22. You can hear a mournful song coming from the ship. I fall to my knees and I hang my head. And you can see, now projected on the sky, an image of Alabaster Ravenwood, hands behind his back on the bridge of the Valor of Jux, smiling. And that's where we'll end our episode. Uh, So, this has been another Alchemist Club adventure. We we finally got a little bit of uh, plot development there at the end. I hope you enjoyed our session today. I've been Joe, your Dungeon Master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found on Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and what's the other one? Spotify. Spotify. We're on Spotify. I keep forgetting. Our Twitter Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. And joining me today for this adventure, we had... Daniel playing Chad Fleek, who's looking forward to some neat new dice. Kale playing Desmond, who's also getting neat new dice. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, and I'm going to punch that thing. <laughs> I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Those bastards! Thanks for joining us. <laughs>